Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. Today on the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors podcast, we have the wonderful Ali Moore. She is a psycho-spiritual therapist, coach and spiritual celebrant. Using a mixture of science-based techniques and mindful and consciousness living practices, Ali works with women to enable them to reconnect to their true selves, to feel wonderful about being who they are with healthy boundaries and relationships in place for both them and the people in their world. Ali believes in a holistic approach, mind, body and spirit rather than simply focusing on a symptom. Realign the external challenges with internal healing. Ali is also the author of bestseller Reconnect Your Life based on her successful reconnection program. So I am so excited to dive into today's episode where we're talking about mindfulness. podcast everybody I am here with the lovely Ali Moore and she is going to be talking to us today about mindset and how we can sort of get our heads in the right places going forward to grow our businesses and just get focused in this time of pandemic so welcome Ali thank you so much for coming on the show um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are what you do and what brought you to where you are today perfect yes thank you so much for inviting me Donna it's great to be here um, so I am a psychotherapist and a coach I'll with one hat on, and I'm also a celebrant with my other hat on. So um, kind of see everything from both sides of the fence at the moment. I specialise in the therapy world in self-esteem and relationships um, and look at people's whole relationships with their business, with themselves, with other people. And I work in a space known as psycho-spiritual. So we look holistically at the whole person as opposed to just addressing symptoms. And then with the celebrant side, kind of does what it says on the tin, but I've been a celebrant now for just over two years and get involved in all sorts of family ceremonies and just help people to create something that, that's really quite magical. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a bit of a mixture, but in, in my head, they all come under one hat. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too. I feel like there is definite synergy between those yes. two areas. So that's fantastic. Okay, so as I sort of alluded to at the beginning, um, we're in a situation now where um, I'm not quite sure when this one's going live, but you know, at the time of recording, we've just found out that we are in lockdown again with weddings and that the ceremonies right. that we thought were going to happen are not going to happen. So I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners out there that are kind of feeling a little bit defeated at the moment. Um, so I wondered if you could sort of, first of all, address some sort of tips or hints that you can um, give us to sort of get our mindset back on track and thinking about the positives. So firstly, I mean, I totally empathize. It's, it's so hard. And the last thing you want is somebody going, just think, think better about it. And it'll all be great. Because um, this has been a real roller coaster, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, for the suppliers, for the families, you know. One thing that I'm noticing, though, is 
certainly in discussions with suppliers and with couples, couples are falling into one of two camps. So we have the couples who are making the decision to completely postpone, push into next year. They don't really want to go ahead. But we are seeing ceremonies happen on a much more intimate level. Mm. So there are some people who still want to go ahead under the regulation, under the guidelines, and they still want to make that commitment to each other. And they're still going to need support doing that. Mm. So I think it's about firstly, keeping up with the legislation, understanding exactly what can and can't be done, and making sure that when you're talking about your business and your business offering, you are offering some kind of solution to these families and these couples for those that do fall into that camp because some people for them it's about the day it's not about the bigness of the day it's just about the commitment and they are there are some people still looking so that, I think that's crucial first of all is make sure that you are you can't carry on talking about your business in the old way okay because we don't know when that's going to come back so make sure that you're aligned with what's happening now if you want to keep working through the process allow yourself time as well to feel the frustration don't feel like you've got to put that positive hat on every single day because um you know not only are you potentially feeling it in your business if you are someone who works directly with families you're fielding emails they don't really understand you're taking all of that on you're trying to help them so it's okay to feel that frustration it's okay to feel that but it's about thinking what what do I do next yeah yeah I totally agree actually I think sometimes you've just got to feel it haven't you <laughs> just got to sit yeah. there and wallow in it for a bit and why shouldn't you everybody else is definitely, definitely. <laughs> absolutely and just to try and keep putting that brave face on without really understanding the feelings that you have that's not going to help when we talk about mindset that's that's not going to help your mindset at all no, you know no. so don't feel that you've got to do that it'd be quite a destructive pattern as well can't it if you're just yeah. constantly putting out in that positive sometime it's going to break so you know sometimes exactly. you've got to take that time to just feel feel the emotions and yeah, you know definitely. it's okay yeah. um we're all here for it okay so the idea of this episode pre this new lockdown thing was actually we're, we're going to talk about um growing our businesses with our mindset yeah. so using um our mindset and getting ourselves in the right place for us to sort of think about that growth within our business and obviously at the moment most of us are sitting here with not much of a business at all because everything's you know stopped so actually growth is something that we really are sort of looking to and working on and I think something that everybody's got to remember is that weddings are booked in advance yes we may have got to the stage where sort of this year is kind of a bit of a write-off and we've got a few people that are and lots that are pushing back but you can't just stop working your business because actually there are brides out there that are getting married in 2021 2022 2023 and beyond that are still looking for suppliers and need you to be in that positive frame of mind and like you said um, about making sure that you're working to the current situation rather than working in the old way you've got to be there with the legislation being able to tell brides okay this is what's going on at the moment obviously we don't know what's going to happen next year but if we work to this and sort of work in these elements then then we can work together and get it sorted and you need to be that trusted advisor that trusted person that they can turn to that knows yeah. what's going on because they don't yes. know how to run a wedding in the first place let alone under these 
guidelines. So can you go through sort of maybe three things that we can do to sort of turn our mindset around and, and start looking at that growth concept? So the first thing I would say is once you've wallowed and you've done all of that, okay, <laughs> for most of us who are in, in the wedding industry or the ceremonies industry, you're going to have a bit of time on your hands, okay? So how are you going to use that time? This is the time to really dive deep and think about who is my ideal customer, how am I reaching them, and what am I communicating to them? These are yes. three crucial things. So go back and look at your social media. Go back and look at your web page. Are they saying the same thing? When I work with businesses myself, sometimes they've got a great social media presence, which is lovely, and then they're sending people to a web page that they haven't actually updated you know, for quite a number of time. And, and the message on the web page isn't matching. They've had a brilliant new idea, which is all over social media, but they haven't taken the time. So this is your time to really think about ideal customer, how am I reaching them and communicating and what's that looking like and am I aligned with my message? Take this time and really nail who you are and make sure that everything is demonstrating that. So I think that's the first thing. The second thing is get planning okay get planning and get communicating so you want to be showcasing your skills now some of you if you're not if you're not new into the industry and i really feel for people there's you know i remember being a new celebrant and i didn't have any ceremonies to show pictures of it's like what what do i show pictures of you know um so i really feel for people in this season who are new but for lots of you you will have done lots of great stuff already okay so this is your time to showcase what you've already done this is your time to step out of just doing a post and think about let's do a video let's do a demo let's let's really get people engaged in what's going on mm. and telling them what's possible and telling them how they can think about what this might look like in the future so it's about engaging with your audience in a different way because you want like you said there you want to be the so you've got to stay visible yeah there's no point thinking well i can't do ceremonies and i can't do this and i can't do that so there's no point putting time in this is absolutely the time and think of all the things you do in your business and make a list of all of that and you will come up with lots and lots of ideas and posts go back over your old work find photographs get testimonials really dive deep and make sure that you've got a stack of stuff that you can keep showing up with so look at what you're doing look at making sure you're aligned and then get visible and get communicating that's absolutely crucial to scale your business and then networking so we can get a little bit stuck in our little networking group that we've created and that's lovely because you get your first orders and then you get a bit of word of mouth and and then what what you see is lots of businesses start to plateau because they've got to reach new people yeah so look at where you're networking look at who you're connecting with again bit of spare time on your hands a bit like you and me get a one-to-one -one in the diary mm -hmm. meet somebody new see how you can support them see how you can spend time with them what can you offer in return yeah. in terms of helping them get visible i've spent a lot of time in the last few months on both sides of my businesses reviewing you know you join all these groups on social media but you don't really do anything in mm -hmm. them and you don't really get any interaction so it's been a time of, right, which groups are working for me? Am I working in those groups? 
and I've been saying yes to podcasts and I've been saying yes to doing videos and I've been saying yes to one-to-ones and um, this is important because you want to scale and grow so you've got to think about how you're going to connect I love that we do a podcast but um, what they don't know is we're on Zoom and I'm yeah. very handsy. So my hands are going all <laughs> over the place whilst we're talking about this. And obviously, as you're listening to this, you won't be able to see this at all. <laughs> I'm getting very intense about the grow your business. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> if you're ever stuck with knowing what to post on your social media, if you spend way too much time sitting there staring at a blank screen from working your business when you're on social, then join us on the 19th of August for a social media content calendar creation workshop. All the details will be in the show notes. I hope to see you there. (laughs) I know, I love it. And I think it is so, so important. Networking has been absolutely key um, for me um, during lockdown, absolutely. And I think you're right that we do kind of sort of get stuck in a rut with the people that we know and then you can't grow any further than that. So you need right. to look outside of it. So for wedding vendors, um, I have set up a new free group attached to the society where they can come in and specifically for the networking opportunity so that you can get to know each other, so you can support each other through this my idea is that we need to build up trust with each other so that we feel strongly enough that we can recommend each other going forward because Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where I said it, but I have said it and I will say it again. I really fear that there is going to be an influx of people that are being made redundant that are going to be saying, I've got a camera at home. I could take a good picture. I can shoot weddings for 400 quid and give you all the images on disc. I feel like within all areas of the wedding industry, we're going to see people that are hobbyists that, you know, like to bake cakes for their mates, kids' birthdays, people that like to hand make cards for their friends, for their birthdays, suddenly feeling like the wedding industry is going to be a good idea for them to come in. And they've got no idea how to run a wedding, no idea about insurance, no idea on how to run a business. And that Mm -hmm. is not good for our couples. And that worries me. So, you know, head over to the group. I will link it in the show notes and start connecting with other vendors that have got the experience that are running the businesses, have got the insurance that you can feel that, you know, I can trust this person to recommend them to my couples. And let's make sure that we are recommending people to our couples when they come to us. Oh, what have you booked? What haven't you booked? Oh, I know somebody who does that. That's where you recommend. And and they, they want that from us. They much prefer, like I see posts all the time on social media, you know, who can recommend me a wedding photographer and you know, 50 billion names are like tagged underneath. And I'm thinking, why is a bride doing that? Because she doesn't know these people. And these people are likely just recommending friends they know of photographers, not people that actually shot their weddings. So they don't even know if they're any good. But they can come to us and we have got a critical eye where we can, you know, meet people, talk to people, get to know people. We can go to their websites, look at their stuff, and we can get a feel to whether, you know, this person is a good person to recommend or not. And let's remember as well with our couples, what I'm noticing is thankfully most of my couples have all decided to to move completely to next year, which is which is great. So haven't been doing too much juggling, got a few ceremonies of other types of ceremonies lined up at the end of the year, still kind of thinking what's going to happen with those. But um, this means that they're waiting even longer for their big day. Yeah. So yeah, so brides can and, and, and bridegrooms as well. 
they can get quite anxious about their big day to start with. Yeah. Now they've had to postpone everything. Now they're waiting almost potentially another year before their big day. So the nerves are out, the stress is out. It's got to be right. You know, they've waited an awful long time for this. So you want suppliers that know what they're doing, that can keep a cool head, that will be able to support their couples in the lead up to the big day and on the big day and whatever whatever their role is. Mm. Because you end up no matter, you know, this this is a if you're out there thinking that, oh, I just rock up and I just read, you know, the words, or you just rock up and take photos or you know, whatever it is that mm -hmm. people do, um, you end up being almost part of the organization team because you so many people at that ceremony don't really know how it's all going to run so they're all trying to help whereas what happens is the brides and the families will turn to the people that do weddings and ceremonies regularly you know and I've ended up having to calm the nerves down with the best man who didn't really want to make the speech and it's like let me take him to one side and who's going to walk in and suddenly they don't know who's going to walk in behind them and you know so they're like I don't know how this is all meant to work yeah. so having people that are experienced that have really researched and that can create that calmness it doesn't mean that you're the wedding planner no, but you suddenly no. end up in that position and I think it's something to bear in mind because there's going to be a lot of I've waited nearly two years potentially for this yeah. big day and I want it to be right absolutely absolutely the nerves um, and another thing that I sort of mentioned to um I had a couple that had to postpone their wedding in June and um we met up with them at the weekend and I said to so what are you gonna add yes and she was like oh I haven't really thought yet but I'm like these couples now have another year and the likelihood is they paid you up front like and they did their like last deposit if they you know just before lockdown as they're going they're paying up and they've already paid for their weddings now they've paid it all right. and now they've right. got another year right and brides like things they like shiny things they like pretty things <laughs> and it's like well actually they might be looking to add things maybe things that they cut out because they didn't think they could afford it Yes. And now they've got more time to pay for it. So they might be able to afford it. So, you know, always go back to your couples that you've got booked in and say, you know, um, if they said, oh, I would have loved that. But, you know, we're going to go with this package because can't afford it. Remind them of that, you know, talk to them about it. Talk to the uh, new brides about payment plans and things like that so that you can keep income coming in and ticking over whilst we're sort of waiting for the. Yeah. And, and styles change and fashions change. Yeah. And lockdown is having a huge impact on the fashion industry and how people are dressing and what people are thinking about so don't be afraid to you know don't fall into the trap of thinking that your bride and your couples are going to want everything as they wanted it this year okay because people who are booking ceremonies next year are already thinking about next year's color palettes they're already mm -hmm. thinking about you know what's what's going on in that world so be prepared and be flexible and this is a great way as you say of keeping that conversation going with yeah. with your your clients and it gives you more stuff again to post about and show that you're thinking about that support mm -hmm. and you're not just sitting back going well, that's all right because everybody's you know everybody's rebooked or everybody's postponed you know this is a great time to really explore the fact that they might want something completely different from what they originally planned yeah maybe maybe so in sort of summary to that then we're looking at um really sort of staying visible on social yeah. media instigating those conversations with our clients 
we are going to be looking at our ICA, which, you know, ideal client avatar um, yeah. and who they are. And I think what you said at the beginning there about making sure that your social media and your website is matching um, with what it's saying. It's something that I've uh, spoken about with my members, you know, that you look at your branding and what it's saying yeah. about you. And is that what you want it to say? Because the more you focus on making that cohesive, mm -hmm. the more you're going to attract your ideal client. You know, the better you can communicate who you are, what you do, what you love to do, the more you're going to attract those people that love those things. So it's a really good thing to sort of get get your mindset right with who your ideal client is so that you can attract them better. Yes. Oh, and another thing that's just come to mind, so I know this works really well for me and it's worked really well for other clients in all industries, is um, if you love writing, get blogging, okay? Blogging attracts people to your website. It gives you stuff you can post on social media and lots of other people will potentially want to post your blog as well. They'll be looking for guest bloggers. You know, so this is your chance to really show your expertise and get it to a wider audience. Mm. And, you know, sometimes that gets picked up and you get quoted. Um, and so look at where you're post, look at what platforms you're using as well, you know, and try different things out. But the more you're driving traffic into where you want your customers to actually see what you do, the better. And for me, blogging is a, is a great way that keeps you visible and keeps you fresh. Yeah. And the thing is, is that something that you can pull on from, you know, from five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it is, you know, if you haven't blogged, then you've got a whole wealth of stuff you can talk about. So you could be like writing a blog a day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a really yeah. good idea. Every single social media post that you post normally has a blog in it is what I say you look at what you posted in a short version and you can easily scale that up you're only looking at about 500 words yeah. so you know we're not talking an essay here so brilliant well thank you so much Ali I really appreciate you coming on the show today and I think it was brilliant timing to be honest with you that we were talking about mindset after what Boris said last week perfect it's been a pleasure thank you you're very welcome all of Ali's details will be in the show notes so do head over and find her on social and say hello and let her know where you heard about her and uh, we will see you guys next week bye for now Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.